Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awakened Life Podcast. I'm here with my lovely, beautiful wife, Patty. <laughs> what's up? And today we have three life-changing insights that we had over the weekend that we wanted to share with you, not because we want to just talk about ourselves, but because I think these insights will relate with a lot of you. Oftentimes, whatever is going on in my life, I share in my content and in various forms in my emails and my podcast now, my YouTube videos. And that's why I think a lot of people enjoy that because what's going on in Victor's life is also going on with a lot of other people who are connected to the same stream of uh, this awakening energy that's taking us all through kind of this collective transformation and i really feel like you guys are going to find this to be valuable and interesting and insightful for yourself patty and i had uh, some ceremonies over the weekend we both did an ayahuasca ceremony and then i went and did a san pedro ceremony which is sort of a it's like it's, it's a, a cact it's a cactus medicine yeah and then patty did um what would you do peyote mm-hmm, peyote which yeah. is also a cactus medicine which most people know of they're not they're supposedly have the same spirit energy but the the chemical compound of the cactus medicine is the same but they're different cactuses yeah i heard people talking the other day and there's a lot of i guess different alkaloids which can influence the experience mm-hmm. depending on the cactus mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it was extremely as it almost always is for us life-changing literally the the yeah. the like the implication to some of these insights that you can have on these substances are, yeah, are nothing short of life changing, permanent positive changes that can go down. And we're going to share them with you. So number one is one that I had, and it's this. I wrote down, we hold ourselves back. One of the things that was shown to me during the ayahuasca ceremony is it's interesting the week prior you remember this babe mm-hmm. i was i was not eating very healthy <laughs> and you're supposed to right yeah. what were you, like what was your diet before these ceremonies it's kind of strict oh, right yeah so you're not supposed to eat any f- um fats red meat pork some people say you shouldn't eat meat at all like no chicken or anything but um the particular shaman that we work with she says chicken is fine and fish is fine but you're not supposed to have sugar salt alcohol, um, or any, uh, narcotics or other substance, uh, like prescription drugs or anything like that. So I was eating straight up chicken with no seasoning of any kind, cauliflower, and then like fruits. Like I was having a lot of bananas and watermelon and because those were the ones that I had on hand, but that was like literally it, like cauliflower, fruit, and chicken. Right. It's a very bland and um, unstimulating diet. Yes. Very boring. On purpose. Very un- not very tasty at all. Now, my, my point of saying this is I was not eating like that. In fact, no. the night before, <laughs> I, I had decided until the next morning that I was not even going to go. I had five brownies right before I went going to bed. I, I binged out. That's one of my, my, like my, my Achilles heel, you could say, where when I get stressed out, I, I eat crappy food. Yeah, sugar specifically is sugar. like your 
thing that you gravitate towards. Yeah. And it makes me very miserable. It mm -hmm. really disconnects me from my, you know, my center, my, where I feel at peace with myself and my, right. my intuition. And, you know, most, I've been able to kind of get away with it because I'm a personal trainer. I know how to manipulate my calories and my workouts to where no one ever can tell. I don't gain a lot of weight when right. I do this, but it's a very self-destructive and negative energy I go into, a very, very dark place where I'm basically punishing myself and beating myself up out of guilt. Anyway, so this, this happened the, the whole week before going to the ceremony, and I was, I almost, in fact, I talked to the shaman. I said, you know what? I said, I'm not going to be coming and here's why. And she kind of explained to me that it, it should be okay. And, and people that knew me were kind of encouraging me to go because I think they sensed I needed a, yeah, especially some assistance. me. <laughs> I kept saying, yeah, but I think you should go. <laughs> right. And anyway, this, this whole, this whole week and then going into the ceremony, it led to this profound realization that the origin of that addictive and compulsive and self-destructive behavior has nothing to do with the lack of willpower. It has nothing to do with me being conditioned to enjoy sweets or anything like that. It's me dragging myself down as I go forward out of guilt. I realized that when I was younger, my mom would sort of cling to me as I progressed through all the various stages of childhood development, as I got older and went to school, became an adolescent, went and moved out of the house, she like clung because that she, she was like losing part of herself as her children were aging. So every time I would go through these natural forward steps, I would feel tremendous guilt, unconscious guilt, albeit, but that guilt would, would manifest as these self destructive tendencies where I was basically not allowing myself to go forward, to pursue my dreams, to follow my heart. And I, I would be, I basically been beating myself up every advancement in my life this entire time. And the ayahuasca basically showed that to me very bluntly and obviously and, and sort of like revealed to me how like basically the message was, excuse me, this is only a couple of days ago. And it was so, it was just so beautiful and poetic that ayahuasca was like, you're okay. Like you're free to blossom. It's okay that you blossom. And it was like, wow, so nice. I, I can go forward and, and not do that to myself. And I think a lot of people do that. I was realizing that with a lot of the people at the ceremony, they related with this when I was talking about it. Like, it's like our life will oftentimes reflect our own constriction that we place upon ourselves, but we can wake up to that and consequently stop doing that. And that's what happened to me. And you had a very similar experience, right, love? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, my, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. My ayahuasca ceremony was, um, quite a bit different, uh, than it normally is. The medicine was very strong for me and, um, yeah, she showed me some things that were not directly exactly like that. It came together more in my peyote ceremony. It was like sometimes when you do um, an ayahuasca ceremony, if you go to like a retreat center, they'll work with a San Pedro or peyote as like a another integration medicine. And that was 
how my weekend unfolded. But yeah, um, so why don't you? Yeah. I know you shared about this general theme, regardless of what ceremony yes. it was. Yes. So um, for me, I realized that um, a lot of why I, I feel stressed out a lot and a lot of why I feel stressed out is because I carry a lot of guilt as well about pursuing my passion and pursuing the, the shamanism and the plant medicine um, journey that I'm on because I feel guilty that I'm not being a good mom about that. You know, like I'm pursuing something for myself, therefore I can't be a good mom because I... I grew up with a mom who did a lot of things for herself and I felt very neglected as a child by her. So I developed the belief that if I do for myself, I am a, not a good mom. And I was able to finally release that. And, and um, one of the leaders of the peyote circle was happened to be a mom of five. She worked a full-time job and she, um, also pursued her passion, which was working with a peyote medicine. And she really helped me realize that you can do it. It's just, you can't, you don't do it all right now. You know, it takes time to learn to work with the medicines in the way that I want to. So did I go off on a tangent? I think I did. That's okay. Not that bad. No. So I think that, yeah, the main theme is that it's, it's a lot of, a lot of people, um, including us until recently and still to varying degrees, I'm sure we are with an extreme battle, inner conflict with ourselves. There's a part of us that aspires to, to move toward that which excites us, that which is our passion. Right. But then we have yeah, these beliefs just that we develop through our experiences of life, oftentimes when we're really young, these yeah. definitions we create and then unconsciously carry that cause us to, yeah, just the, keep, what I keep hearing, drag our heels on the way to our pursuits and mm-hmm. our dreams. And it makes it a very... Um, very painful, unnecessarily painful journey. So that was, again, that was one of our insights that that was a huge one for me. It was seriously like a, just a real big breakthrough for me in my life. Um, because I feel guided to do a lot of big things like go off and speak and become kind of like a somewhat of a public figure I sense is where I'm heading. And then there's like, that's such a, that's such a leap forward uh, to most people's standards. So, so the, the amount of punishment I've been dishing myself for, for like entertaining these has just been sad. It's been like really like, just like I feel bad for myself doing that to myself. Anyways, so we're going to move on. But that was kind of an interesting insight that was pretty profound for both of us. And number two, I'll let you talk about love. It was the one that we wrote down that had to do with it's okay and likely will take time yeah. to go <laughs> forward. Yeah, well, part of my stress that I create for myself is um, because I want to, like, I want to be a shaman yesterday. Like, I want, I wish that I was already a shaman. So I feel like I'm, like, forcing myself to read all these books and learn, take all these little webinar things and do all these uh, online summits. And I'm trying to do it all. And um, it just takes time. So, um, 
Should I tell them? Yes. Yeah, okay. I was, uh, it's funny so, you say that. Yeah, tell yeah. them. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, the medicine was, ex- for, the ayahuasca medicine was very, very strong and very powerful for me. And, um, real quick, sorry to interrupt. Why don't you let, let them know your intention and what you told the shamans and that'll sort okay. of make this more sense. Yeah. So my intention was, um, my, my real intention was to release like conditioning that I, um, absorbed from my, my parents and my mom specifically. But I had also mentioned during my intention that I would like to work with the medicine and, um, so I was talking to the shamans about that. So I kind of, indir- I didn't mean to, but I kind of put that out there as like, a, mm, this is where I want to go. So let's, you know, I was just picking their brain basically. But I, my intention for the ceremony wasn't really to uh, go into that, but it did. <laughs> so um, anyway, I had mentioned that to the shamans. And um, shortly after I drank the, my second cup, because my first cup um, of medicine, I, I wasn't like feeling anything. So sometimes they'll let you take a second cup. And I, of course, jumped up and did. And that second cup like threw me for a loop. If you <laughs> And at one point there was these, um, these, I don't know, I, like lizard serpent type beings you could just say it just be blunt with it a lot of these people they understand okay so these there were these serpent beings that were literally surrounding me in a very mischievous and negative way and i just i was sitting up well first i was laying down and then i saw they were surrounding me so i was like shit i'm sitting (laughs) i'm not gonna lay down for this so i sat up and then i realized they were coming at me literally from all directions and as i sat up and I was watching them come towards me closer and closer. I saw the, um, should I say her name? No. Okay. I saw the shaman stand up and she started coming towards me and immediately put her hand on my forehead and she shooed them away. Basically she like in ceremony, they'll go shoo. Shoo. Didn't and she like point right at she, them and like yes, shoot them away? Yes, I was and you just, them I was just getting, okay, I was sorry. just getting to I that. I wanted to, actually. that was a cool expression. Yeah. I wanted to make sure you mentioned so that. So I saw like purple energy coming from her mouth saying like, shoo, shoo. And, um, they kept coming back and she pointed down at them and held her finger. Like, you know, when you tell a dog like, no, bad, they cowered back and never returned throughout the whole ceremony. And that at that moment, I realized like, that's why she does what she does up there. And I'm still here because it takes years of working with the medicine and learning about the medicine and learning what to do, like to become that. And it sort of released me of the pressure that I was putting on myself to become that now. Yes. And now you can enjoy the journey, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that wasn't really an insight for me. I've actually been working like with my purpose for quite some time compared to Patty, you could say in a sense. Um, So what I would add to that is that what I found is that there's always something 
exciting to achieve. Like right now you want to become a shaman, mm -hmm. but then you maybe like 10 years from now you're a shaman and you want to become like a really good shaman. And then you want to open up a center and then you want to open up multiple centers and then you want to write a book about it. And then you want to, you know, right. my point there's is layers. there's always something attractive down the road. And what I've learned is what you just sort of learned in more of a blunt way. <laughs> I learned that due to that fact that there's going to be always something ahead that seems attractive more so than where I'm at now, um, that I might as well enjoy the journey right. because I know that level that, that, you know, the feeling I believe I'm going to experience of achievement is going to be very fleeting and short lived and it's going to be quickly replaced by yet something else down the road. So that's something I learned a little while ago. And, and, and as a result, I've been able to kind of <sighs> exhale and enjoy the journey. And ironically, it allows you to go faster because mm -hmm. you're not, you're not, uh, you're not disconnected from the flow of the moment. You're just, you're one with it. And then and that allows you to ironically progress even faster. So I'm glad you kind of had that and, and shared <laughs> that. I think a lot of people can relate with that, especially a lot of our viewers and, and listeners rather. Um, they're probably, I know, I know a lot of them are, are maybe at a job they don't like or in a life situation that really is not ideal for them. And they know that. And there's something they feel connected to up ahead. Um, and they feel that same urgency as you did. But like you said, it does take time. Mastery takes time. Right. And if you can embrace the apprenticeship phase, there's a great amount of joy within that, that right. I think you would have missed. I missed for quite a while that I, again, I feel glad that we could have shared that with our listeners today. Right. And somebody during my peyote, uh, well, after the ceremony, um, I had met someone and you know, she said something that stuck with me that really was like, yeah, you know, that's so right. It was, she said, I wouldn't want to work with someone who's only been working with the medicine for like six months. I want the shaman that's been doing it for years, you know? Right. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Thank you. I know now I get it. Now you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this third one, I would say, was more something that I realized. You could feel free to touch upon it if you, if you re relate or whatever, love. I don't know if you even spoke about it. But a big thing for me this whole weekend was that my purpose is not only about me. Mm -hmm. Meaning, I have been strongly guided to, again, sort of like allow myself to become somewhat of like a increasingly like a public figure. I have a feeling the stuff I'm talking about now, the stuff that many people are talking about now, will in the future become far more accepted and mainstream. And I had this sense that I'm, I, I'm being called to go and speak and do events and write books and kind of put myself out there. But I'm very, as Patty knows, introverted. I don't mm -hmm. like that. I don't like attention. In fact, I ran into somebody at one of the ceremonies this weekend that knew me and was all like, oh, Victor, you're so great. And it was like one of those. And mm -hmm. I hate that. I cannot mm -hmm. stand that because I know it's not Victor's best special. It's just like an, it's a passion that lives through me and everyone has it. Anyways, I don't like attention at all. So there's a, the, the human part of me doesn't want any of that. And, and for a little while, it's been resisting that saying, you know what? I'm going to phase out of the YouTube thing. I'm going to phase out of this and just become, I want to become a successful writer so I can live a very quiet life. Um, but I kept having people telling me, like just giving me synchronistic messages, like, like basically 
with my interpretation was Victor, people really benefit from you talking mm -hmm. and speaking and sharing with them, especially in person. And, and, uh, ironically, I was talking to this one guy named Max at the ceremony, 80 year old guy. He grew up in, uh, in Germany and he's been all over the world and he was just very much, you know, very, had a, a, a great depth to him because he's traveled so much and he knows how people live in other places. He's very, very educated with the history of the United States and the world. And basically there's been so much bloodshed and whatnot. There's so much suffering that goes on. And he just really like just laid all this out to me. And I realized that people like him, him in particular had a skepticism. Like uh, he really, he had a hopelessness about him and, and I really don't. And I realized that me doing what I feel called to do anyway could, could help in some small way with the, improve the world. Right. And, and due to like the gross injustices that take place on the planet, you know, I feel obligated to do the speaking, to do whatever is being asked of me, because I know if it's being asked of me, then it's probably going to help the whole. And even if Victor doesn't really particularly want to do that, doesn't like some aspects of the intention, the attention he gets, it doesn't matter because the purpose, the passion is more important than my little life. It's about, it's a, it's a, it's a contribution to the whole, which has given me a much greater degree of earnestness to pursue and follow through my passions, even when I don't feel like it, because again, it's not just about me. So, right. well, I feel like, um, most people's purpose is not about them, you know, because when you're following your purpose and your passion and doing things that you love, it, it raises your vibration and that helps collectively everyone. So it's not, it's, not just you that mm -hmm. that is doing that. It's everyone that's following their purpose and on this on their path of their passions. Right. You know. But I think I think a lot of people are like me. A lot of people are, are in their in the confines of their little their their homes. You know, sort of away from being outside and going around people are raising their frequency beautifully. Yeah. But they also don't want to go out there. They don't like the, the energy of people right, and busy yeah. places, well, and yet they yeah. came to radiate that. Yeah. You know? Some people just, um, I think, don't know that they can protect their energy from that. They just, or they don't know how, you know, protect their energy from like the, the weirdness no, of the No, I agree. <laughs> but you know, the, the point I was making yeah. is that I think a lot of people are like that. They yeah. have a passion, they have a knowing, they came here for a purpose, mm -hmm. but on their, on a human level, they don't feel like doing it. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't want to do that. I don't like people. I don't want to go out. I want to just seriously live like me. Remember me and you years ago, we wanted to just kind of live off the grid in right. like, a, like a tense and like a little RV. We wanted to kind of literally like escape from the matrix basically. Yeah. But that's not why we're here. No. We're, we're here to change it from within. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything else you wanted to add? I know we touched on three things and they might've been sort of you know, predominantly my insights, some of them were yours, obviously, but there's anything else that you wanted to share? Any, any interesting, you know, insights you came to this weekend? Um, I wish I would have wrote some down. I thought to do that, but I, th I think that it's, um, just really important for people to, when they feel called to do something, to, to go forward with that and to release any guilt or fear that they might have associated with following what they feel guided to do 
know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad we talked about this because uh, people might see see us or me, especially because I've been doing this a while, mm-hmm. as someone who's been doing that. Right. But I want them to know, you guys to know, that there's been a tremendous amount of guilt and resistance yeah. for myself and fear and anxiety and trepidation. And, uh, it, and in the end, I've gotten it done. I've gone forward. But what we're telling you is you can go forward and if you can become aware of how you're tripping yourself up, then you can go forward more joyfully and smoothly and really just enjoy your life, enjoy the ride, and then change the world in the process. Right. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm going to I got to get to the gym, love. You have something going on later? <laughs> yeah, I do always. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, our two-year-old's in the other room, so we're, we're, we have a limited time anyway. So we're going to bounce anyway. Um, so listen, I want to let you guys know that I've been getting really a lot of feed, a lot of great feedback from these podcasts and me and Patty are just so happy that you guys are enjoying them. We really like doing them. It really helps us connect and get into a nice, meaningful conversation that we might not do as often. Otherwise, you know, it forces us to communicate once a week, at least (laughs) (laughs) like in a, in a more than just day to day in a deeper, a deeper way, not superficial, you you know? Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, it helps us. We dig it. I'm glad you guys like it. Thank you so much. We'll be here next week. Normally we, we plan to have these released every Monday, maybe Sunday night. If you happen to see us on iTunes, um, and we're a little late this time we had the ceremonies yeah. and that was like us taking like two days off of life basically. Right. Yeah. Right? We, we were going to try to record it yesterday, but with the ceremony, we, you need at least, a, at least one day of integration back into yeah. reality because it's, it takes a lot out of your spirit energy. <laughs> it does. I remember Saturday when we were both coming back from our cactus ceremony, mm-hmm. they were separate. I felt so good. I'm like, man, we can do a podcast right, right now. now. And yeah. so we had planned on doing it on Sunday as we normally do, but we both were in like the integration phase. Yeah. We needed to kind of like uh, that magic had worn off and we needed, we needed to rest. Yeah. You know, definitely. And, and the medicines take a lot out of, out of me, you know, a lot out of my physical body. So I was really exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. I feel good today though. How about you? I do. I feel yeah? good. Yeah. I had a great night. Good night's sleep. Anyway, yeah, I feel like I'm not as talkative on here today. Part of it's probably just cause I'm like in bliss mode or something. I That's nice, man. People can feel the bliss vibe. That's yeah. good. Okay, good. Cool. <laughs> and I just, I want to say thank you too for me too. Cause you know, Victor, he's been kind of talking most of this time, but, um, I really appreciate all you guys' support and feedback. And, you know, even though he's on the forefront, I'm still, you know, I'm like the backbone of the the operation here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And this is just an episode that I happen to, you know, have the two insights, I guess. Yeah. Where where I talk a lot. And my ceremony was, my my ayahuasca ceremony was more about... um, I, I was calling it an initiation because it was so strong for me, it was more of like her saying like, you can handle this, you know? So, so it wasn't, it wasn't as, um, much of a purging or right, a like learning me. experience like you had, which is normally how I experience her. Right. So anyway, thank you so much, you guys, for everything and all your support. And we just love you guys so much. Yeah. You guys have an amazing day and we'll be, we'll be here next week. Namaste. Namaste.